Welcome to the 10 Minute Talent Show, Horizontal's 10 minute ish long podcast, which dives into all things staffing, from job seeking to hiring to the state of the economy and a bunch of stuff in between. My name is Justin Cross, and I am your host and the senior content strategist here at Horizontal Talent. And today we are talking to one of our top new recruiters who has uh, been here just over a year. Caitlin Enriquez. Caitlin, how are you? I'm doing well. It's great to be here. Super excited. Uh, you are. You said you've never been on podcasts, but you listen to podcasts a lot. I do. I'm a pig podcast listener, but I've never had the opportunity to. How does it feel? Are you nervous? No, I'm excited. That's I feel I like I might have a future. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, that's actually what we're here for. Uh, <laughs> we're interviewing you today, not for the podcast, but for a job. Oh, all uh, right. Do you ever, like, when you're talking, so you've been here a year, you've been doing recruiting, like, first of all, I just want to know, like, how has that, I mean, a lot of recruiters sort of, like, I, you know, being in this, having been in this world for a while, there's a burnout that happens, like, a lot of, a lot of folks don't make the cut, Mm -hmm. sort of, so to speak, not that there's necessarily a cut line, but it's just, it's a competitive world. How have you been able to have uh, the success you've had over the past year, and, and it seems like you're very positive and excited and not burn out. So I'm I'm curious about that. I think it kind of comes down to why I wanted to be a recruiter and like how to be a good recruiter. And I talked to a lot of people who were in the recruiting world and are still in it today. And what they kind of told me is it really comes down to having that grit and being self-motivated and um, competitive. And I grew up with four brothers and we all played sports and I always (laughs) wanted to like win like in some way, whether it's setting up like small goals for myself or long-term goals for myself, I'm like a kind of girl that is going to get to reach that goal no matter what. If it takes me two days, if it takes me two years, like I want to figure out how to get that. And so a lot of people were like, well, that translates a lot to recruiting. Like you're going out there, like it's not easy. You're placing people into the right roles for themselves. Like there's unlimited earning potential and like you kind of create that for yourself. So I could go out and fill 10 roles or I could go out and fill two roles. And like, that's kind of what drove me here and like motivated me. So it's a lot of self-motivation. And I think I definitely have that. What, what sport did you beat your four brothers? (laughs) What was the sport where, you know, they couldn't touch you on it? Um, honestly, we all played hockey, competitive hockey growing up. Okay. And, I did not in Florida. We we don't. <laughs> I I tried a couple of times and yeah. I just fell very Didn't hard on the concrete. Yeah, it wasn't good. But a very yeah, it's a super competitive. In hockey, we, my parents used to have a rink in our backyard. Like we would always be in out your backyard. There. Yeah, we have a sport court, so they would set up. My dad would freeze the sport court in the winters. Oh wow! And okay. we live across the street from a park too. So like literally, as far as I can remember, we would throw our skates on and just play shinny hockey outside like every winter you're like every night. like body checking your yeah. brothers into the, did you have like a like if it's a did was there like a panel like you know so nobody yeah keep the we set up inside? boards yeah it's like small boards and you just throw on your um sweatpants sweatshirt skates and then a stick and sometimes a helmet and you just like play. you obviously couldn't hit or check or like lift the puck i was gonna say yeah okay, there's there's no, no. cross checking and all that no okay but that and then I was also like they'd physically fight I never really got into that because they would actually beat me <laughs> up like, <laughs> but we'd verbally fight and I'd always like 
prove my point. That's stand my ground. That's well, good because because we don't want to promote violence on this <laughs> podcast. Like that would be the first time we've done that, but uh, but you know, it's it is competitive in this business. So so yeah. that that personality type lends itself to this role, mm-hmm. and, and you know, you mentioned like placing ten candidates versus two. Can- you know, like what is how do you how do you get ten candidates versus two candidates? Like what's the difference between you know what 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 are you going for like specifically when, yeah. you're, when you're going to talking to candidates? Um, I think it's important to just like screen a bunch of candidates. Like if I'm search, if I'm on one role and it's like a specific design role, like I'm in the marketing space specifically design. And so instead of focusing on just that role, I'm more taking the approach of, all right, I'm going to go find 30 awesome designers who probably have similar backgrounds and experience. And one might be a good fit, but let's say I get four other roles this week. I could, send five other um, designers over to those roles. So like constantly building my pipeline, constantly just talking to them and pre-screening them and saying, okay, what are your top things you need for, or what are the top things you're looking for in a role? What do I need to get you to be interested in a role? Like company-wise, industry-wise, money-wise. And as soon as I have all that information, that's when I'm like, okay, let like just hang tight. Let me go do my work, find you other roles that might be a good fit. If I send you a role that's like way out of your wheelhouse, sorry, but just throw it into your junk mail and we'll keep moving on. Right, right. I see what you mean. Okay. And and it's interesting, I, something I had down here because I, I'm i not a designer by any means, but I've worked in the creative field for a while, right? And there can be what I've noticed with myself and others who are creative is the, the organization sometimes, the structure do you see that sometimes where it's like you've got to kind of, you can tell somebody's got a lot of talent or a lot of skill, but like maybe they're a little all over the place. Is that true or is that just kind of more of a stereotype in my um, own head? <laughs> I mean, there's definitely a lot to design in general. There's digital design, print design, UX design, UI design, product design. Like, and I'm still learning all of it in some roles it's going to be a generalist role where you want a little bit of everything and then there's also specific roles where it's like strictly graphic design print or specifically ux research or ux generalist design role so when it comes to that i find that a lot of designers can do it all and so it's more putting the pieces together of like okay the hiring manager what's going to make them happy and like what's going to fit in with their team already whether it's like a portfolio or agency experience or in-house corporate experience so it's more like putting their background with the role that I have and it goes both ways where like the candidate usually when I'm talking to them on the phone they know what they're good at what they want and like what's going to pique their interest so that's also helps me I take that into account too yeah when I'm that's that's I was going to ask you that yeah so so you mentioned like all the different areas of design, for instance. Mm-hmm. That's just design. That's not copywriters or content strategists or yes. anything like that. So what what's your advice to jobs? Like what is something that you run up that you're kind of trying to maybe you see a pattern and you try to correct that a little bit or you try to provide some advice to the job seeker maybe in the moment? when you're talking to them? Like what's something that kind of comes up that maybe if I'm listening to this podcast and mm-hmm. I work in design or any field really, yeah. that would apply maybe that, that you see? I would say if you consider yourself a generalist or a unicorn that you can do everything in design, like that's awesome and great. But a lot of hiring managers don't necessarily like that and they want to see a specific section of design that you're good at and enjoy. Like, 
definitely tweak your resume to be a fit for the job description. And like, if they're looking for X, Y, and Z, like just make sure you qualify that. And like, when I'm sending you over to the client, I always like to do a little background on who you are and what makes you a good fit. So any, any more information you can give me that correlates directly to the job on why you'd be a good fit definitely helps. So, and then, uh, but also I would say sometimes just being able to do everything works too. It's a little bit of both. How, how valuable are portfolio sites? For, Huge. For I would Versus say, like a resume. Yes. Right? I would say in the design world, the first thing 75% of the hiring managers do is look at your portfolio. Yeah. So another one more thing do I do say to candidates is keep up with your portfolio, add up, add your recent work, work if you're doing it. I know a lot of work is private at the company if it's not out yet to the public. So you can't always submit or put that on your res or portfolio. But um, anything you can show that you've done is always a plus. And, and yeah, and that's, I would say too, like even my experience as a writer, mm -hmm. like it's, that's the number one that people want to write. It's sample like, well, show me some samples. Yeah. Like, you know, that's, that's a huge part of it. So do you, where do you, you know, typically I think LinkedIn tips makes sense for a lot of jobs. Right. But I feel like in the design world, you can find people on other sort of social media platforms, maybe other areas like Instagram. Like, am I wrong in that? Or like, do you... Um, no, I think you're right for sure. I don't, I wouldn't say I necessarily use other platforms right now. I'm more of just a LinkedIn girl that yeah. likes to jump on LinkedIn. You're a LinkedIn morning. girl. I, okay. <laughs> All right. We're flying the flag. Do, are we going to get LinkedIn henna tattoos later? Cause I'm, we? well, LinkedIn's going to have to maybe throw us some <laughs> sponsorship here. Yeah, let's go. At least, uh, yeah, maybe some, maybe some free credits yeah. or something like that. You know, a couple <laughs> couple licenses that we might need more. Yeah. But no, so so that's kind of where you're yeah, from. Yeah, I okay. would say I use LinkedIn. Okay, okay, hundred percent. And um, uh, you know, a lot of folks in that design space, I feel like have you know, are contractors or freelance. Like, is that is that true more to the design world to the creative world? that you're seeing like are a lot of folks wanting full-time work or are they wanting more of that part-time contract freelance yeah I would say it's a mixture of both like when I'm talking to someone initially they're like I would love a direct hire role like it's for a lot of different reasons just because I need the full benefits they have a family they're maybe a single parent like they just want job security like that but also on the flip side like a contract opportunity there's so many pros to it as well like it's a quicker hiring process where it could be a one and done interview or a two week interview process. And then boom, you're hired or you're offered hired onboarding process and you're working on a project right away, making money. Whereas a direct hire role could take up to a month or two. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like, if you're ready to work, you want just basic benefits or a consulting firm, like why not just go? And like, I, th I always tell people it's a shoe in could be a shoe in to a bunch of other opportunities at that company or yeah. just another stepping stone to build your resume. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I find a lot of people, once they kind of take it, take it to themselves and like, think about it, they're like, okay, yeah, like, sure. I'll do contracting and like, so kind of be open. If, yeah. If, yeah. It kind of having that mindset, especially in this field, because there are so many projects kind of and gigs, yes. projects. It's, it's less for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, and, and lastly, is there any, any other piece of advice you would have for those who are, you know, uh, whether they are designers or not, but, but job seekers, you, you work with 
job seekers all the time. And, and like you said, trying to find that match and that fit. Um, is there anything that, that, you know, if somebody comes to you or comes to a recruiter that having prepared already makes a huge difference? I would say know what you want in your next role. Like if there's three must haves, like be upfront with your recruiter about that. Tell them that like, if you not going to accept any job lower than a hundred K or 70 an hour, 50 an hour, like just be honest and tell them that up front. Say, Hey, like I'm really looking for a specific role. That's X, Y, and Z. Like that helps us so much where we can already eliminate or just know like, okay, this is, this is what I'm going to be looking for and targeting these roles. And it just makes the process smoother and quicker and more efficient. In the words of the, the spice girls, tell me what you want, what you really, really want. Exactly. Boom. If you want to be in my, <laughs> sorry. This is going to break out into a karaoke session. Um, thank you so much, Caitlin. Of course. Uh, Caitlin Enriquez, the 10 minute talent show. She's one of our star recruiters here at horizontal and, uh, works with creative designers all the time. Creatives, uh, people, it's kind of like myself just with that are way yeah. more artistic. Need a new job? God, no, I can't. <laughs> no, I, I, I just, uh, my, my, I, I don't know. Everything clashes in my room. It's terrible. Um, but thank you so much for being on the Tim and Talent Show. We of appreciate course. It. Thanks for having me.